And how many of you are ready for the Word of God tonight? If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of John, chapter 14. We're going to continue our series titled, Spirit-Filled. So excited for all that God has in store uh, as we learn more about the Holy Spirit. What God seeks, how God seeks to use the Holy Spirit in our lives. Spirit-filled. What are you filled with today? Maybe you came to church and maybe, maybe you're filled with, with, with worry. Maybe you came to church filled with anger. Maybe, maybe you're filled with, with doubt, unbelief. Maybe it's, maybe it's a, a confusion that is, that is clouding your mind. We need to be careful. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5.8, it says, be sober-minded. It says, be watchful, because your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And it's no wonder why we go through the struggles that we go through. Why? Because we are in the middle of spiritual warfare. You're right smack dab in the middle of a battle. And many of us think that, we're, that, that our battle is with each other. That's what the enemy would want us to think. That's what, that's what those lies would want you to believe. But they're exactly that. They're lies. It's not the truth. The truth is, is that we are in a spiritual battle. And the enemy tries to make it look like it's, like it's uh, uh, individuals coming against you. But it's deeper than that. It's something that many of us really don't quite see at the moment that has taken place in our lives. And I'm a witness to that. I know in my own life, there's things that take place where, I, where I'm uh, mad at so-and-so. And I think that it's, that it's, a, that it's an individual uh, 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 issue. But what I don't realize is that there's spiritual warfare taking place in the background. What I don't realize at the time is that, is that I'm fighting a real enemy. And that real enemy is not flesh and blood. But it, is, but it is the powers of darkness. It is principalities. And so we have to understand this. Because even though the adversary may be strong, we serve a God who's stronger. And God has given you and I the same opportunity to have this strengthening and to have this power living inside of each and every one of us and that is the holy spirit tonight i entitled i titled this message i've got the power <laughs> you can tell that i'm a 90s kid <laughs> you see god seeks to remind us The Bible says that the Holy Spirit reminds us, right? Didn't, didn't Jesus say that? 
Jesus says that when I, when I leave, you're going to have the Holy Spirit. And he says, the Holy Spirit is going to remind you of all the things that I have taught you. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. How many, how many of you thank God for reminders? How many of you are like me and you need reminders in your life? <laughs> I need them. I'm a mess without it. My wife has taught me that I can, I can speak to my phone to set up reminders, you know, it's, and it's very easy. Because how many know that we forget? There's times that we just go through our busy lives and we forget. We forget that the Holy Spirit is living within us. We forget that, that God has given each and every one of us the supernatural power that rose Christ from the dead. You have it living in you, but we forget. But thank God that he is so faithful and he is so patient with us. The power to resist temptation. The power to overcome the onslaughts and, and, and all the lies of the enemy. Well, we must understand this one thing is that this power is not self-generated. It's not a power that comes from eating right or maybe how much you lift. It's not that kind of power that we're talking about. See, when I say, when I say you've got the power, I don't mean that, that, it's, that it's, a, it's something that, that, that you've done yourself, that you've created yourself, that you have generated. This is something that God has given to you. It's a gift. And, a, and it's to be used. Amen? How I many know that what God gives us is to be used? Yes? Everything. That goes, where, that goes for everything that, that God blesses you with. It's to be used, amen? It's to be used for his honor and for his glory. That's the way God operates. See, if you are born again through Christ, meaning that your faith has led you to follow Christ, then the Holy Spirit lives within you. I want you to turn to your neighbor tonight and I want you to tell him this. Tell him, don't you know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? See, this is what, exactly what Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 3.16. It's easy to remember. Just think of John 3.16, but throw in 1 Corinthians You are the temple of God. And you are so much so that God has allowed his spirit to live within you. That means that you are his. That's awesome. You're God's. Amen? You're God's property. You're God's property tonight. Do you know what that means? Can anyone mess with God's property? Oh, man. What happens? What happens when someone tries to mess with God's property? God protects. He protects. 
What happens when someone messes with your property? You protect, don't you? You don't just let them take whatever they want. You don't, you don't give them a hand and say, oh, you know, let me help you with that. <laughs> no, you stop them at all cost. What do you think God does with his property? How good of care do you think God places and values you and I? Jesus' words are written in John 14, 26. When he says this, and he says, when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. So the first thing that we need to, we must know about the Holy Spirit regarding his power tonight is that the power of God. You see, what you need to understand is that this power of the Holy Spirit is from God. It is the power of God. Acts 1.8. Jesus says, Luke records these words of Jesus where he says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will receive power. And tonight we're going to dive into what that power means and how we can use this in our lives, how God seeks for us to use the power of the Holy Spirit. See, there are so many instances in the Bible where God's Spirit fell upon people. And they were able to do supernatural things because they were given supernatural strength. Who's the first person you think of when you think of a strong man in the Bible? Samson, right? Big old strong Samson. And in the book of Judges, chapter 14, verse 5, it says this, and it says, As Samson was going down to Timnah, a young lion suddenly attacked him. It says, At that moment, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him, and he ripped the lion's jaws apart with his bare hands. The Bible says that, it says, He did it as easily as if it were a young goat. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine seeing this man rip the jaws apart on a lion? Now at home we have this little dog. She is a Maltese poodle mix. I know it's not very manly, whatever. But my kids love her. They wanted her. And so we have, you know, we have two toddlers as well. And my, my three-year-old daughter, you know, she, she loves to play with a dog, and she doesn't, she doesn't fear a thing. And, but the thing is that I have to watch her while she's playing with a dog because she's, she's really mean. You know, she, she will grab the dog's face 
You know, and you know dogs don't like to be grabbed like that. You know, she'll grab her face and she'll try to choke her. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. You can't, she's going to bite you. And sure enough, you know, sure enough, you know, that dog doesn't want to be choked. And, you know, she, she'll want to bite her. And so now, you know, whenever I, whenever I brush her, you know, she tries to bite me. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm trying to help you. I'm not, I, I'm not joy. <laughs> I'm safe. But she does everything possible to try to get at me. You know, and I try to, I try to channel, you know, Caesar Milan, you know, at those times. You know, dog whisperer. My, son, my son's got me watching Caesar Milan now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> doesn't work that good, though. He's, he's, he's got skills. I tried on her, and, and, and you know, just, just you know, seeing, seeing how, how easy it is for her to get out of my grasp. And I think, man, can you imagine, can you imagine a lion? Can you imagine an animal of that size? That takes supernatural strength. And it goes on in Judges 15, verse 14. The Bible says, it says, actually, Judges 14, 19. The Bible says, Then the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon Samson, and he killed 30 men. Judges 15, 14, the Bible says, Then the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him, and he killed a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. But what I find interesting is what every verse has in regards to similarity. And every verse says that the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. The Bible didn't say that Samson had a good workout that morning. And he was feeling really strong. And he, he conquered. And he did all these things. No, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord came upon this man. And he was able to do what he did only because of that. That's what God's word tells me. You see, so there's supernatural power that God has given to you and I. You might think, well, can I rip open the jaws of a lion? I, I don't even see why that would be necessary in these days. <laughs> but the same power that rose Christ from the dead lives in you and I. And this is what God seeks for us to seeks to remind us about is that with him nothing is impossible. That you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. You can do all things. I don't know what you're facing right now, but I know you can get through it with God's strength. I know you can. I know you can. I don't know, I don't know how devastating it may be, but I know that with God's help, you can persevere. That with God's help, you can come out of that, of that furnace, amen, unscathed. Not even, not even smelling like the mess that you were in. But that's what God does. 
Judges 11.29 says that the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah, and he led an army against the Ammonites. We see a, we see a, a, um, a pattern here in the book of Judges of what God did through these men. What they were able to conquer and do with his power. In the book of Micah, chapter 3 and verse 8, says, but as for me, I am filled with power, with the Spirit of the Lord. You need to underline that in your Bible. Micah 1, 8. I'm sorry, Micah 3, 8. And you need to speak that over your life. As for me, I am filled with the power. I've got the power. And it's in the name of Jesus. It's in the Holy Spirit. See, God wants us to know that we have power over sin. Power over sin. Romans 8, 2 says, Because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. And this is what has taken place when you gave your life over to Christ. You were born again, as the Bible says. That means that you were given a new beginning. Old things passed away. Behold, all things have become new, right? And if you, and if you believe that, and if you believe that, then you will see change take place in your life. Why? Because no longer are you holding the past over your own head. But you're able to move forward. You're able to move forward in God's forgiveness. You're able to move forward because you know that it doesn't matter what you've done in the past. That God's love and the blood of Jesus Christ now covers your life. That when God looks down, he doesn't, see, he doesn't see your past sins. He sees the blood of Jesus over your life. You're covered by the blood. You don't have to hide anymore. You don't have to live life in shame. You don't have to live in condemnation. You've been forgiven. You're free. You're free. Can you imagine, you know, someone locked up and all the prison doors open and they just sit there? What do I do now? No, when those doors open, you're out, right? You're out. You can't, you can't, no one can get you back in. Because you understand that that is freedom. When those doors open, that is freedom. And that's what has taken place in our lives. The bondage and chains of sin have been broken. You don't need to stay in that place anymore. That's not, that's not, for, that, that's not your place of residence anymore, amen? God has given us a new home. God has given us a new address. See, on the cross, Jesus paid for the penalty of sins. 
so that you and I don't have to pay for it. But not only did Jesus pay for our sins, but he paid to break the power of sin in our lives. Now you and I have a power that we didn't have before. The power to say no to sin. Because how many know that before? We were, just, we were just doing everything that our flesh wanted to do. We didn't know how to say no. We just, we just, knew, we just knew that if, if the flesh wants it, then I'm going to feed it. And that's how we lived. But thank God that God, that God changed our mindset and changed uh, what, we, what we now pursue in life because now we seek him, amen. We are not concerned with feeding the flesh. Now we are feeding the spirits, amen. Now we're reading our Bible. Now we're praying. You're here in church tonight. Why? Because you wanted to feed the spirits, amen. See, it's more than just willpower. It's Holy Spirit power. It's not what we are able to do. It's what God is able to do in our lives. See, none of us are immune to persistent sins. What do I mean by that? Well, I mean, some people struggle with anger. And it's, and it's on a frequent basis. Some people struggle with lust. Some people struggle with worry. You're a, you know, you, you, you may call yourself a worry wart. And these are, these are uh, 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 sins that may be persistent in our lives. But how do we break free from persistent sin. Is it through willpower? No, it's only through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the only way that that's gonna be broken in our lives. That's the only way that we are going to have different a different reaction to things that take place. It's the only way that we are going to stop loving these things and start loving God. To, start chasing after, to stop chasing after these things of the world and start seeking after holiness and righteousness. See, the Holy Spirit is behind every rebirth of you and I. The Holy Spirit gives us the power to live a Christian life. To live a life that pleases God. What has God's power done in your life since you first believed? Think about it. What is it that God has brought you from? Where has, where has God taken you now? What is it, where is it that God seeks to take you in your life? And we may be, we may be saying no right now to God, but say yes to him, amen? 
Say yes to God. If God God is tugging at your heart, amen, say yes to him. If If God wants you to get up earlier in the morning, then say yes to him. I know how tough that is. The sun isn't even out yet. And your eyes just want to close. Say yes to God. We should be asking the Holy Spirit's help on a daily basis in our lives to help us with the problems that we're going to face throughout the day. All those, all those, those circumstances that we're going to be going through, we need the Holy Spirit's help. We need His guidance. We need Him to deliver us from sin. Amen? Deliver us from temptation. See, He has given us the power to live for Him victoriously. Once again, Romans 8.2 says the power of the life-giving spirit and this power is mine through Christ Jesus. It has freed me from the vicious circle of sin and death. But not only does God give us power over sin, but he gives us power to witness. And this is amazing this is something that, that, that has always, always amazed me. That God can use my life to be a witness. To possibly be a reflection of Him in some ways in my life. That amazes me. God, I know who I am. I know my my, my downfalls. I know my mess-ups and my hang-ups. How are you still able to use me? How is that possible? Luke records Jesus' words to the apostles in Acts 1a, and he says, you will be my witnesses. He says, telling people about me everywhere. You see, Jesus was also telling imperfect people that they will be a witness about him. All the things that he had taught them that they would witness, that they would tell everyone who they encounter about what they have seen and heard. And this is what God has given to each and every one of us. It doesn't mean that you have to have a title of pastor or things of that kind of nature. Amen. Everyone in here is a witness. Everyone in here. If you have seen God move in your life, amen, you are a witness. If you're here tonight, amen, that is by the grace of God, you are a witness. It's the grace of God that I'm here tonight. I was supposed to go to this tonight, but you know what? I ended up in church. You can witness to someone. If I can do it, you can do it too. Encourage someone. The power to testify. God has done so much in our lives. I know he has. 
I look around and, you know, I, I, I see faces that I, that, that I see, uh, you know, continuously, you know, before service, after service. And such a, such a joyous spirit. And I think, man, that's only God. That's only God, because I know that they might not have woken up that way. <laughs> I know God was doing some work today in their lives. I know God brought them from point A to point B, you know, point B being here at church. There was a journey to get here tonight. It didn't just happen accidentally. There were hurdles that you had to get over to get here tonight. There were, there were, there were roadblocks in your mind that you had to go around in order to get here tonight. There was lies of the enemy that you had to say, no way, no way not today to get here tonight. God wants to use our witness to encourage those of all the things that God has done for you and I, of his faithfulness, his love, his patience. God is so patient. I think of how God has been patient with me. Man, it really helps me to try to show patience to others. And I say try because sometimes I fail. <laughs> but it really helps me to gain perspective of how God wants me to treat others. When it's hard to love someone, I have to, I have, you know, the Holy Spirit reminds us, right? The Holy Spirit is our, is our reminder. Well, remember how God has loved you. Remember, before you go off on that person, remember how God gave you another chance. Before you run that person off the road, remember <laughs> how God has kept you on the straight and narrow. And we need these reminders. Our lives to be a witness. God wants to give us boldness. God wants to give us courage, amen. God wants to give us a new zeal for him, a hunger for him, a thirst for righteousness. He wants to give us that. I remember my first time preaching like it, like it was yesterday. And I remember being scared out of my mind. Just scared. I, I, I had notes and, you know, I, I won't say that I didn't know what I was going to say because I had notes but I didn't know how it was going to come out. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I remember the first time doing that, and, and, and I remember supernatural power of God that was activated in my life. I remember it. I remember it. Because that wasn't me. It wasn't, it wasn't the individual that I grew up knowing. 
It wasn't. And so I knew, I knew that what, you know, afterwards, after when I spoke, you know, I was, I was you know, still nervous, and I, but I was thinking, you know what, that was only God. I don't know how I did what I did that wasn't me, but this is what God does when we step out in faith. When you step out in faith. And it doesn't, it doesn't always mean, you know, behind a microphone or behind a pulpit, because you're a witness everywhere you go. And God wants you to step out of fear into faith. Step out of that, step out of that timidity, amen, and into boldness. Because God, is, God has made you bold as lions, amen? He has. He has. The enemy would want you to think that you can't do it. That you're going to fail. That you're going to fall flat on your face. But what the enemy wants to hide from you is that he knows the power of God. And he knows that once you surrender your life to him, oh, it is limitless what you're going to do. There's no stopping. Once you get a taste of how good God is, amen, you always want more. That's how God is. So God has given us his power, and it's working in your lives. It's working in my life. That same power that rose Christ from the dead lives in you and I. The same power. So what is it in your life? What is it that, that, you, may have, that you may have given up on? What is it that you may be frustrated with? I know where you're at. I live in, I live in the same world you live in. I don't live in a, I don't live in a you know, a, a, a bubble where, you know, no, no you know, spiritual you know, arrows are, are, are coming my way. Man, they're coming every which direction. Everywhere. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God that the Holy Spirit reminds us. Thank God that we have individuals, our brothers and sisters in the Lord, that also remind us, amen, that also encourage us, that also pray for one another. They're interceding for you. I thank God. I thank God for our church family. But God wants to keep reminding us each and every day. Hey, I've given you power over that. No, 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 come on. Come on, we need to get up. We need to get up. God, but I'm, I'm tired. No, 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 come on, get up. Get up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to renew your strength. God, but I don't, how is this going to get done? Don't worry about it. Just get up. Let's move. Let's move forward. You're not to stay right there. Better, greater things are up ahead. If you, if, you, if you could only see the victory that I have in store for you. Just move. God is going to continue to show us his power demonstrated as we overcome these things in our lives. And as we testify about his goodness. Oh man, God, God honors that. He honors that in our lives that you stepped out in faith, that you, that you took an opportunity 
to encourage someone else. These days, we need encouragement. We need it. We need to hear a good report, don't we? I, want, I love hearing good things. That's why I don't watch the news anymore. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't watch the news anymore because it's always negative. It's a downer. I want to hear good things. I want to I hear, hear about how, how, how God has transformed a life. How someone, how someone gave their life to Christ and now they're seeing change take place in their life. They're seeing their marriages restored. They're seeing their kids love the Lord. I want to hear about that. I want to hear about, you know, you know, uh, 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 you know we, uh, we prayed for so-and-so, and, and my goodness, we're seeing a healing take place. We're seeing, we're seeing miracles. We're seeing change. We're seeing deliverance. No longer, no longer am, I, am I in this life of persistent sin to these things, but God has given me new desires in my life. God is giving me new things that I turn to when, when times get tough. But that's the power of the Holy Spirit. And it lives in you and I. If you've asked Christ to come into your heart, the Holy Spirit dwells within you. You said, I believe. I believe and I receive. That's exactly what took place. You received the very Spirit of God. The same Spirit of God that was there at creation lives in you and I. Let's live like it. Let's live like we've got the power. And it's not a self-generated power because that, that will only last for so long. It's a power that is continuous. It's a power that's supernatural. It's a power, it's a power that, 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 that breaks strongholds, amen? It breaks strongholds. What are strongholds in our lives? They're, they're, they're like mind blocks. <laughs> Those are like strongholds in our lives. They're like mind blocks. I can't do this and I can't do that. It's a stronghold in your life. You need that broken. You need to get past that. You need, you need God, to, you need God to, to, to do some work in your mind, amen? He wants to do it tonight. Before you leave this place, God wants to bring healing. And he wants to remind you on a daily of who you are in him. The power that you have living within you. God help us. God help us. To be any sort of reflection of him to others. As we bow our heads this evening.